Let's have some fun. Hey, hey, buddy. How you doing? How you doing, Aaron? I'm good. Hey. It's a pleasure to meet you as I pour my oatmeal. Practice <laughs> <laughs> <Practical> the champions. Practice <laughs> the champions. That's it. Got my walnuts. Got my <laughs> Got my organic cane sugar. Gotta have some raisins. So you know your breakfast isn't far off from mine. Except my right. it's oatmeal, but with with you know, and people look at me like I'm crazy. Uh, okay, so you were saying you were a full time content personality and social media creator and musician. Yes. So I'm a musician, producer, um, engineer. I'm a uh, creative entrepreneur. Um, I'm a teacher also as well, um, and secular humanist, and I'm just a lover of people. So what I do every day is just show, I, I started off as a musician and, um, that was my quote unquote claim to fame, you know, if you will, I started off as a musician. And then at some point in that, I also went to school for audio engineering and then I put together um, a business between 2008 and 2014, which became a global uh, business that went from zero to six figures in uh, four years. And that was my learning business um, part of that, that scenario. Um, that would go on to continue to, then I'll be an educator, you know, from there inside and outside of the school. And then besides that, on some good days, depending on who you talk to, philosopher, Maybe even so. I, I think if you're a creative person, you kind of have to be a philosopher. You know, it's like, by the way, my hair is normally blue, but yesterday I love, when I bleached it, it turned pink. So I, I yeah, what the? I love, <laughs> I love that I met you on a non-normal day. I so love it. This is because non-normal is normal. This is, this is beautiful. <laughs> yes, sir. Especially right now. Uh, where did you go to school? Um. You want to you want me to go from like the latter school or you mean early school? No, where what you said you went to school yeah. and, and you no. became uh oops. I'm kidding with you. I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't need like nursery school. I mean just like you know, the Baltimore Institute of Art or or uh right. Harvard <laughs> what? <laughs> right. I went to okay. UMBC and my degree is in psychology. Ah. <laughs> uh. Right. My, my my upcoming uh, back alley degree is going to be in psychology. <laughs> I'm actually in a school for psychotherapy right now. I'm not supposed to be, um, but I, I managed to get into a class with the top doctors around the world. Um, and so that's one of my new journeys right now. <laughs> um, so to answer your question, where did I go to school? After I graduated high school, which was uh, Mill for Mill Academy, I I graduated, and due to this woman that you're about to uh, interview, I actually found a way to graduate a year early. So what it did for me was uh, it gave me a year to take where I was and what I was into, which at that time was music, and I decided I was not going to go to college and that I was going to um, go into engineering. So I already planned, like I was telling someone this morning, I didn't even take my SAT in high school because in 10th grade, I knew I wasn't going to college and I knew the way that I was going to go. So I wound up doing some community college at Baltimore City Community College and Catonsville and Essex, kind of combining all three. 
And then from there, I actually got my dream came true where I would be able to go to Sheffield Institute for the Recording Arts in Phoenix, Maryland, which is, um, I went there for audio engineering. And so that was the beginning of like, I guess you could say my first certification. And then I would go back to college just to try to quote unquote, do the right thing. But it was just really more so just to make sure I had the balance in case things didn't go my way. I would at least still have like the traditional route. But that would circumvent me back to auditioning for Peabody, um, not making it in, but actually being glad I didn't make it in. And I would go and study with Berkeley from there. So I got production and engineering for, for a second time from Berkeley. And then everything else besides that has been specialty courses in continuing education. And God damn. Yeah. Jesus, <laughs> you sound like my okay. My sister That's is what one some of the people smartest. Call me. <laughs> <laughs> my sister is one of the smartest people I know, and I think I think probably um, you have more uh, uh, educational background than she does, and she has her doctorate in English and teaches English at the high school level. But she's one of these brilliant people that you know doesn't have any social, like you say, you know, how you doing, Shelly? Well. I was doing, you know, and she'll go off on some intellectual explanation. And in the end, you're just like, so you're good. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> I have literally become that translator for some people. <laughs> right. So what kind of mute, you said you're, oh, you froze. There we go. Uh, you said you are primarily in your heart a musician. What kind of music do you, do you create? Yeah. Hold on one second. Let me tell. Let me text my mom real quick. Um, definitely get that coming your way. Um, yeah. So type of music. <clears throat> so currently, people know me now as a jazz musician um, who also is a soulful jazz and soul is what a lot of people know me for now. And one more jazz, soul, and meditative music, piano oh. meditation. Those are the three things that people really know me, know me for right now. So that's like, yeah, that's the top of the mountain. Below that, um, I actually started off as a hip hop lyricist and hip hop artist. I was a, a conscious and positive hip hop artist. And that's what started me off into music. And then that would lead to me becoming a producer, a hip hop producer first. And then at some point as that moved forward and I realized I had a really good knack for that, I became interested in expanding. I said, if I could do this this well with just diving into it and just, you know, turning some knobs and that kind of thing and playing some keys, what would happen if I learned formally? And then that's what took me in the direction of wanting to learn an instrument. So I chose the piano and then the piano became my introduction to all styles of music as far as appreciation and understanding. And so that would take me to being a gospel pianist and organist for 10 years. And in the midst of that 10 years, half uh, third of the way through, I would I would start, I would find my, my love with jazz and start studying jazz and classical and, and all these other styles of music. So I, I, I say when people ask me, you know, what kind of music do I play or or what kind of musician am I? I always say 
and I wear this proudly. I say, I'm a musical mutt, you know? I'm a musical mutt. Like I have, I have so many, you know, influences from so many walks of life. My introduction to, to me making music for myself was after, like I said, being in the studio with my, with my friends, we were, we were a three, a three man uh, positive rap group. And so we're doing our thing. And at some point, the, my buddy who was making the, the music for the group, we were in the 10th grade, he got a car and he got a girlfriend and he got away from us. <laughs> so I, I'm looking at the group and I'm saying, wow, we can't, we can't just go down like that. Well, I'll tell you what, we, we're familiar with it. We've been in the studio. I kind of know some of the names of the equipment, that kind of thing. I got a good job. I'm 16 and I happened to land a $10.50 an hour job at 16 in the, in the, 10th grade it was an illegal job but it was the best job not illegal like we were doing anything illegal but <laughs> we were at a warehouse and we were working like they were giving us more hours than we should have you know but we were good workers and they were safe it was my friend's dad who got us there but long story short that would turn into me funding my first couple pieces of equipment and then getting into getting my hands wet the way that I got my hands or my fingers wet was that I would I was we were one of the only families that I knew that had digital cable when it first came out. So I took my four track and I connected it to the digital cable box. And this was when they just came out with the individual music channels. And so I would put it on an individual music channel every day, a different genre. And I would record that genre on a 60 minute tape. And when I would come home from school, that would be all I listened to and all that I created music from. So one day it was all opera. Another day it was all jazz. Another day it was it was all um, meditation, piano meditation. Another day it was all classical, and that's how I one of the biggest ways I got my my ear really exposed to a lot of music and for all of that music to get in me. So, um, so how how old are you? I mean, you look like you're you know twenty five, thirty maybe tops. <laughs> And you know, but but the music channels, you, you know, that was that was that wasn't so recent. So it's been a while. So you, you look a lot younger than you are. Which I, I'm 52, so you know. Love it. I would not have known that. Now it's the hair. Now, the biggest question for me is: if your hair was blue, would I have said the same thing? That's what I'm. Well, it wasn't old lady blue. It was electric blue, which is why. It's oh, oh yeah! Oh, wow. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that's beautiful. <laughs> I refuse to have a, in fact, it's so bad that when, when we go to Walmart grocery shopping, we always go through the same, you know, woman checks us out and mm -hmm. she at, makes me take off whatever hat I'm wearing to see what color my hair is today. Oh, and like, <laughs> really, really, and I, you know, sometimes you, just, sometimes you just want to buy eggs. <laughs> All right, and with that, that oh, is true. Good. <laughs> so um, now, now you are you are a musician, and you also uh, do audio engineering. Is that right? I went to school for engineering in two thousand one. I went to the Sheffield Institute for the Recording Arts, right? And right. I came with a recording degree, and I went into. From there, I, I developed my own business that was around music production, me as a musician, as, as a young pianist, 
as well as audio engineering or studio recording. And I, I got into that. And how has how has COVID changed your business since say March? It's made it better. Well, you're probably mm. the only one I talked to who said it's made it better. My own but business only, is in a hold. I'm I'm retired until until vaccine goes into my arm. <laughs> uh, how has it how how has my, COVID made let it me, better? Let me let me throw this at you. Mine would have been it would have gone the other direction had I not gotten creative, dug deep, and, and was not afraid to be myself and go forward in a strong way. And, so, and I, let, me, let me pause you one second, because yeah, uh, let me probably. tell you a little story. When I, I'm a photographer, I, I work all across the country. And when I first started as a photographer, I thought I had to be this buttoned down what I called with my Republican hair photographer, right? You know, right. seen but not heard, yes. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so I started shooting and I was somewhat good at it and somewhat successful. Then I started working for some other companies that were much more uh, liberal, like HBO. Mm -hmm. And I realized that I could just be me. And as soon as mm -hmm. I did that, as soon as I started being me, and letting my whole glamorous personality <laughs> out there, including having to remind yes. HBO, <laughs> HBO that I could say what I want, given that they have Bill Maher on the air. They cannot criticize me, right? Right, and, exactly. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. As soon as I did that, business skyrocketed. And so I think there's yeah. a real value in you know, really having, not being afraid to let your personality shine as part of the business. And I think that's what some some creative people, I don't think quite get that. I think it takes a little bit of. You have to live it. It's one of those things you have to live it. My, my life right now is exactly an example of that. But it took having the courage to do that. And what that took was having the mindset to do that. And what that took was what came before that to create the mindset that I would have in order to make an informed choice. And what that took was a mother who actually had the ability to do that. I just literally had a conversation about an hour ago on an app called Clubhouse, which if you're not familiar with it, I will be telling you about this really, really soon. Um, and the conversation that I had was, we were talking about being authentic. And they were talking about, you know, what goes into authenticity. And I immediately went into self-image. Self-image and thinking about what self-image. Hold on one second. I'm sorry. My dad's calling. Yeah. <laughs> and so. <laughs> so. <laughs> authenticity and this is what yeah, it's about yeah. this, is, this is what it's about and this is who i am and this is why i'm even expressing it in this way we're having this conversation we talk about what is authenticity and the thing about it is that authenticity is about a person being themselves you only know who you are if you know who you are but the way that you figure that out is it's based on the way that you were cultured you know it's the way that you were were raised that's where you get your perception of yourself from, from the way you were raised, your environment around you, all the influences that you had. 
and whether whether or not the nurturing was there. So I was saying, you know, the older I get, I'm 38, by the way. And so the older that I get, the more I think about it, where I'm like, my mom, my mom is a 30 year teacher who, when I was one years old, you know, I'm, I'm in that house where she has everything labeled and she's got names on everything. She's reading books to me. She's exposing me to different colors and different sounds. She's taking me to different places like museums and parks and special things to really just continue to broaden my horizon and to really just give me the experiences that I need so that I can be a well-rounded individual. I remember um, <laughs> one of the funny things that, and we'll probably talk about this even on the podcast, one of the funniest things that I remember from my childhood that we talk about is when I would point to signs and say, mommy, what does that say? And she would look at me and say, Aaron, you can read, read it. And I was like, okay, and I would just read it. But just the fact that that was, that was how I was raised. I was raised where I had that, that fundamental foundation to give me education, to give me exposure and to build, which would then build my self-confidence, which would make it be that I'll be the person today that will share anything with anybody and have no insecurity. And I'm not afraid to be my damn self because I know how to, I know what that means when you do that and how that's the real way to happiness in life. That's, that's actually the real way to happiness in life. And I say that in that way, because no matter what a person is doing, it really all comes down to happiness and happiness is only defined by what you define as success, which is either defined by like your actual success or what you feel is success, or it's just completely defined by all the constructs around you. But you have to have a foundation to be able to have a separation between the two, because if not, you, you won't, you won't have enough exposure to, to have some other ways of thinking about things. Um, you won't have the, the self-reinforcement that you need from your nurturing to really know who you are and know what that even means. Um, yeah, and then you won't value education to continue to learn to find out what that means. All right. Uh, well, there's more my... than... <laughs> this is Autumn. Oh, this, is... this is perfect because, you know, have your cat dive bomb the thing because we'll put it on Cats of Patterson Park too. <laughs> Those people are fucking nuts. Don't like anything. <laughs> so everyone's real. So I got the idea of this podcast when COVID hit and I suddenly, normally I travel from city to city, two or three cities a week. And I'm always on the road working. And as soon as COVID hit, I got off the airplane and I looked up at the, um, at the CNN uh, news crawl at the luggage while I was waiting for my luggage. And I thought, oh, you know, that's a typo. The Dow cannot possibly be down 2000 points. Someone added an extra zero. Of course, it wasn't a typo. And after that, every single thing on my schedule is canceled through beginning of next year. Right. Uh, I think, you know, that's how it ended up. It got canceled for three months and then those, you know, it snowballed right. from there. I'm uh, but anyway, the, the bottom line was I was home not having contact with all those creative people that I usually have contact with all the time. And for that matter, even just the general public, you know, 
I, 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 I usually, during my events, talk to 2,000 or 3,000 people in a given weekend. And I mean, talk to them. And it's not, it's it, 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 to be home and be isolated and have to go out with a mask and all of that was really just hard on my own mindset. And so I think when you say that um, being in this environment where your mom is exposing you to all these different stimuli and, and um, making you reach out is it, it, the same thing, except when you were little, you follow yes. me? Yeah. Um, oh. yep. you know, anyway, so I decided to do this podcast basically to give myself A, an outlet to talk to people, an excuse to talk to people, and B, because, uh, yeah, it's something I was always uh, kind of interested in. Some of my clients are podcast content um, companies like Pod. Right. What is that thing called? Pod. I had to. I had to look at the free backpack, Podbean, and you know, whatever. Nice. And LinkedIn is is one, and even Adobe. But, but um, is that a, uh, is that a Zoom? Is that a Zoom uh, H H? I mean, Q eight there. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. the camera that I use for the podcast because I can just yeah. leave it on the tripod, and then I have. Uh, this is actually my studio. Yeah. There's six lights, four in the front. Yeah. And two in the back, because I got to look good. <laughs> <laughs> the well, other reason I'm doing this is why I look already, good. <laughs> From this angle, bro, you already look good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there's Let plenty of material here. If you could do me a favor, yeah. if you could send me uh, some music clips that I can include in the podcast, mm -hmm. send me your podcast so we can plug that, uh, right. and send me, uh, I'll send you sort of a list of, of where I hope the, uh, I, I put them in the form of questions, but it's basically a guideline so that we're kind of proceeding. Yeah. yeah so we all know, you know, what the hell is going on. And I'm going to send it to you and your mom. I'm mm -hmm. really excited about this. And I'll tell you why. My mom started our photography business when I was in elementary school. Okay. Mm -hmm. I took it over shortly after September 11, 2001 because that's when everything went digital and she didn't know how to do it. And mm. then, and, and so she's also, my mom has been a huge influence in many of the same ways in my life as right. you're describing. And so what you're describing, I can really relate to because mm. if I shut my eyes, you could be describing my mom. So wow. it's, it's really cool because I didn't anticipate this conversation going that way. You follow me? And oh, I find Eddie, I'm right with you. Yeah. Mm. And I find that the more I talk to creative people in, you know, the more astounded I am that that there's a wavelength that is yeah. like shared. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I was talking to um, a girl who owns a jewelry store. It, her name will come to me. I'm terrible with names. But I, and and she said, you know, Mike, the hardest part for me is not being able to interact with people on a daily basis. And she said, I get up some days and I think, oh, no, everything's going to be good today. And then I get up other days and think, oh, fuck me. And there's no, yeah. like, you right. know, there's, and, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's right. totally oh, Let me tell you something. I have, 
so when we when we have our next conversation, I'm going to tell you about this app Clubhouse. Yeah. Essential nutshell, and you'll get this, especially because of you, the world that you're in. I'm getting ready to do a one minute TikTok video today that's just like this. What is Clubhouse? So Clubhouse is essentially three way calling on steroids meets teleconferencing on steroids meets podcasting in real time meets Zoom, but without video, but with all the functionality of audio, meets um, social media where it is like a timeline, but the timeline are different conversations. And the conversations range on everything from how to be more authentic self to, you know, um, I don't know, when would Donald Trump get out of the White House? And what do we Not do? soon enough. Right. <laughs> That's the easy, right. easy answer. Right. Oh my goodness. I'm, I'm, you know. so, um, so it's, it's that, and I'm not a person that just jumps on anything just because it's, oh, it's a new thing. No, right. this actually fits a particular medium. I'm going to tell you what it is in a nutshell, and this is how I'm labeling it. I call it the sixth degree of separation remover. And it's just because of the fact that it's, it's all audio and you get the ability to just jump in and out of conversations with all these calls just all around the world and you get to participate in them as well so like right now as we speak some of the world's just top moguls as well as people that are just like myself that are just grinding out today are all right now in rooms together just talking just sharing information sharing experience all this kind of stuff so i'll, I'll tell you more about that uh later but i was saying that to say that one of the as they call rooms which is a, a weekly conversation i'm getting ready to do is called I now believe in past lives. Um, <laughs> and the subtitle is gonna be called Regritting. And the whole concept is that when it comes to the idea of past lives and that kind of thing, I mean, I've dippled and dabbled. I'm, I'm at a particular kind of like, if it's a logical fallacy, I cannot cross that line kind of place, you know, a healthy skepticism. But my point is, I'm gonna use that because, and when people say, or when we get the conversation started and people are thinking I'm talking about the traditional idea of past lives, I won't be. I'm gonna be talking about the fact that there's pre-COVID and there's post-COVID. And from a psychological perspective, every single pattern has changed in our lives, every single pattern. So our brain literally, is, is building a completely new way of thinking and living and, and not thinking, but just flowing and thinking about flow and living. So we had the structure before, you know, um, we had the structure that there, there, there was a reason for me on Thursdays to be at this particular place. And then it was a reason for that business to do this. And this is the butterfly effect, right? When you add all that up, what's happened is the whole grid that we've had for not just years, but like since the dawning of us getting into this kind of living shit's gone and i'm and gone like like how how it would be on the sands of a beach where no matter how deep once the water comes wash up and then and it's just that so what that's meaning is that's why all of our days just feels like one long continuum everything's just rolling into the next and exactly like all these things the underlying anxiety that's there that's like not pinpointed, but it's but it's really just because everything has changed and your brain is literally trying to get used to something that's only been this long in history while the, the pattern, you know, the way that it has been has been that long. So um, I'm just saying that from a person who understands psychology, you know, 
I, I'm, I'm enjoying part, not only knowing this, but this is what I'm on social media about every day, along with all the other things that I can to bring joy and light and love and goodness to people. So your mom was horrified because I told her I didn't have enough, any Christmas decorations. And I was like, why would I put up any Christmas decorations? It's still March. <laughs> <laughs> she, she didn't think it was funny. <laughs> that's exactly how I feel, though. I, <laughs> that's what's most funny to me is the fact that she that. <laughs> she's, she's like showing me her tree and everything. I'm like, it's March. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's, I, I had my normal first quarter last year, right? My normal first quarter. And literally, as soon as I was coming back from covering the Bass Master Fishing Contest, which is the world's largest bass fishing contest for Yamaha, okay? And getting off the plane after four days of dealing with bass fishermen, okay? Not a, not a right. like... Now you have to stay home in under house arrest with everything but an ankle bracelet. Those are your mom's words, not mine. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> Which is right. my favorite description of how it feels right now. Because, I, like, we ran to my aunts earlier today to drop off some food. And I was, like, I was in a really bad mood. And as soon as I got out of the house, I was like, oh, I feel better. Yes, you've been released into the wild. <laughs> like, <laughs> breathe through the mask. Breathe through the mask. So, anyway, what, what you, you're absolutely right. We've had to we've had to relearn, and every every pattern has really changed. Every single one. So the thing about it is this: I have the deepest sympathy right now for every single person on the face of this earth that has have had any loss, from the smallest to the greatest. You know, toughest time in our history. Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm just, I'm an optimist by nature. And it's what doesn't break you makes you. And we're being forced now to actually address some things that we've been needing to address for a while. We're being forced now to look directly at ourselves in the mirror and see like, who are we? What do we want? Because for some people, since that slate has been wiped clean, some people do better with just pure rules. Just, I go here, I do this, I come. But now there's like, wow, there's a canvas where I can design and create my life because we're all at this one flat place starting from scratch. So to me, like the most important thing I try to just use every, I try to learn more and more every day and use every aspect to pay it forward. And in my content creation is just like, it's an all hands on deck kind of thing the beautiful part about this is that we get a chance to create some new norms which means in some places we get to build some new structures that needed to be rebuilt anyway you know we're forced actually to to look ourselves in the mirror and really be our better selves and really go down all the way to the core of what we talk about every day and not just talk about it but like really be about it so people have found themselves in new ways and even people that have had loss have had gain because it makes them appreciate more their moments. It makes them cherish more their moments or their loved ones, give people their flowers now. Like that, that, that is just at the end of the day, how I see us moving forward with it and at least taking lemons and making some 
some I, gourmet lemonade. <laughs> I, I look at it this way. When COVID hit, it slammed doors shut, right? The, it slammed all the normal doors shut. And the saying is true, when one door shuts, another door opens. But in this case, for a lot of people, including myself, we didn't expect the door to open under our feet. <laughs> and, and it did. Now you have two choices. You can either get sucked down that hole and splat on the right, or you can use the fire pole. <laughs> yeah, so those, those are kind of your two choices. It's still a door, though. It just happens to be a trap door. And, you know, I know that sounds negative. I don't mean it to sound negative. It's just... Uh, it's perspective. What, it's perspective. Yeah, and what is, um, what is you initially look at and think of as a trap door is actually, you know, opens up into another world and you think, oh, oh, okay, let me look around this for a bit. Don't get me wrong. I'll be glad to get back on a plane and do, you know, what I'm, what I've been doing for the last 10 years, but 15 right. years, but at the same time, having this experience, there's something to be said for that. And I would uh, never have decided, oh, let me do a podcast and bring artists together and talk about creativity, given my normal daily job, because I'm too goddamn busy. But this is right. I've gotten tons out of this. I mean, tons. I far more yeah. than I ever thought I would when I started doing it. I actually I thought when I started doing it, it was just a waste of time. Mm. <laughs> I did not waste of time in the bad sense, but let me let me waste some time until I can get back to so normal. Get back to normal. Right. And right. Right. From um, no, these are this is the new normal. Yeah. There is there's never a back to. That's the thing that's so. Amazing. <laughs> right like evolution is always that there's never a back to and right. so ooh, i would have never thought that i was saying in that my life would go down where i would make history as a street musician and take so much pride in it and now be like of course that makes so much sense but i wouldn't have found it if it weren't for these times i've had people all around me and so now what i'm helping people to do is to discover that like to to literally look at the situation and to instead of just letting it happen to them and them just like, okay, when is this like to actually go on that path of discovery, um, you know, within this. And the, and the rain, main reason why is because you're forced to go inward. I mean, in order to get through this, you have to self care. You have to do the work of like, it is what it is. There's no bridge to go back to. Right. I always thought that analogy in the movie when the person's running and the bridge is coming behind him. That's a tragedy or, you know, fearful one from one aspect, from, but from another aspect, when this person leap, leaps over that, that right. long, it's because of that. One last thing is, and this is the piggyback off your analogy, <clears throat> I call this the wave concept. A wave is just a wave. When it comes, it's going to come. You're either going to get washed away by it, or you're going to get on your surfboard and use it to be the momentum. And my deal is, is, is perspective, it's perspective. So since I know perspective isn't just a matter of choice, but it's a matter of also influence and like what's in your ears, I'm out here trying to just continue to allow my voice to just be in as many ears as possible to just help with that side of, of the scale, you know, the good side. <laughs> well, the, that's super cool. And there's a billion things that you touched on, all of which are like, perfect to my ears in terms Thanks. of um well you know 
talking to creative people, you you get a little bit from this person, you get a little bit from that person, and 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 you think, oh, oh yeah, that makes sense. Oh yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. And it's just fascinating to me this sort of shared experience, and and you know your view of COVID in particular is totally different than uh, the jewelry maker. I can't remember her name to um, mm. now. It's bugging me. Kay, Kay. Uh, anyway, you know, partly because she has a jewelry store and she's worried about staying open and she's worried about customers coming in and feeling like they can't shop and da 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 da. And it, it was before Black Friday. And is there even going to be a Black Friday? And so she has all these financial concerns. On the other hand, to take your analogy to to her, she had to teach herself better website skills, how to market her jewelry online, how to go on a podcast and promote her work without being a horse's ass, you know, and, and, and so right, she had to reinvent her, you know, her perspective of one of just being overwhelmed by business as usual ending to one of, God damn it. But I, I am in charge of cleaning up the trash neighborhood, like the, okay. uh, right? And somebody just, I, there's like, I hate, I, 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 say, I say you're, I echo your sentiments. I'm the same way. And I'm in West Baltimore. So when I step out of my car, my foot hits a bottle and I'm like, fuck. Right. <laughs> I don't understand it. I do not. Yeah. I do not understand. Now, part of it is I live Patterson Park in in, uh, Madison uh, Avenue. So about five blocks from Hopkins, transitional neighborhood, right? And that, which is one reason why I bought this house here is, was both for an investment because I expect the neighborhood so close to Hopkins to to increase in value, but also because I prefer, I moved from Florida. Florida, Mm -hmm. the neighborhoods are all, so homogenized that I hate, I hated it. I mm. need all mm. kinds of stuff going on around me. And you can't, I don't get, you know, some of that stuff is literally I've had like to call the um, ambulance on three or four people out in the alley who have, you know, uh, done a little too much. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, you know, they, they were like taking their clothes off and banging their head on the fence, but um wow. That said, that's, you know, I don't particularly like that part of things, but the, the, the neighbors, the people around me are incredible. They're absolutely incredible. Right. And, and right. I know them. I've only lived here a year. I know them way better than I knew anyone in Florida where I lived for five or six years. So anyway, um, yeah. right, we, huh? let me let me say this. Let me say this one last thing. Um, yeah. uh, and this and this is about what you were saying with the woman with the jewelry maker. You know, and this is again one of those things where I can't talk about this enough. I'll be, I'll be always talking about this. Here she is. She's forced into this other way. It first comes with resistance. She then wow. leans into it, and now she has learned how to do. She's literally expanded her business because right. what I'm trying to tell everyone is, right? Even go with the language of when things get back to. Well, okay, right. use that for example. Well, guess what? When things get back to. You're actually bringing a whole other side of your business and formula that you did not have before. Pairing it together, do you know? Do you know? Do you know how many, how many jobs 
will no longer have employees come to work on Fridays because all they did was meetings all day anyway, and they don't need to waste anyone's gas anymore. They don't need to waste their time. They can get twice the amount of the meetings done because they can break it out into break breakout rooms on Zoom and go for it and get it all done. People will be happier. The weekend is longer. They come in Monday morning, less stress. Like, come on, man. Opportunity, 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 you know, is is how I see it. And that's yeah. So we are we are here. Well, I I I, I that's a fantastic perspective. Um and I think uh, uh you're the first person who has really uh expressed that to me. And I've talked to a lot of people about COVID and creativity and how it's affected the business. Allison Formich is her name. Don't get me wrong. She's wonderful. She's very creative. She does this natural. She gathers stuff in the park and makes jewelry out of it and whatever. And, right. and, um, and I, I really, she reminded me of my sister-in-law, Marguerite, who is this, you know, does these feather jewelry and feather, whatever. Uh, but you could tell she was still in that struggling stage. Yeah. That yes. struggle stage. And, and even with this podcast, I said to my my husband Matthew, you know, this is something we can sell in the business. There's right. no reason why we can't put together podcasts for the events that we do, targeted to the audience, targeting the audience specifically to the event attendees, and do a half hour podcast each day of what's going on, perspectives, etc. And I just see it as a as an obvious. Mm -hmm. business thing which i had never even thought of before all right. because i'm bored watching tiger king <laughs> and oh i can do a podcast <laughs> so right I, I'm, I'm totally there with you i agree with you 100 percent, which is rare <laughs> usually i'm like yeah, yeah whatever <laughs> well i'll tell you this man for our very first meeting um, it, I mean, it couldn't have been, couldn't have been a better way to agree, you know, at a fun first meeting. It's, it's an absolute pleasure and to you. meet. And you have literally, you know, been a part of the making of my day. And so, um, yeah. You know, and, and I told you earlier, I was in a crappy mood and after <laughs> a call like this, my, yeah. I always go downstairs and, and, and Matt's like, oh, you're, you're in a better mood. Yeah, well, I got my fill, my shot of creativity <laughs> directly into the vein, you know? <laughs> and that, it's, well, I have to have that. It's yeah. not, otherwise yeah. I go into withdrawal. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me tell you, you, I don't know, you know, where you are on the podcast journey. On my podcast, I have about 300 podcasts at this point from being addicted to that, needing that and needing to connect um so with that man it's this has been a lot of fun hanging out with you and and actually um and i'm looking forward i'm getting ready to actually hop on zoom with my mom okay. yep and and go over a few um pictures but i want to ask you a question so one of the concepts on my podcast is called chopping it up and it's just where i'm hanging out with people just having casual conversations would you be cool with this being on there like just oh yeah absolutely absolutely <laughs> yeah. To answer your question, I designed yeah. this particular podcast to be sp very specific and targeted <laughs> to yeah. this immediate neighborhood in Baltimore. Right, that right. said, it's starting to expand because I talked to, you know, I, we, we mainly have started talking about art and creativity and all this stuff, which goes beyond our neighborhood. But I right. figured if I kept it to the neighborhood and the surrounding area, I'd have a, a captive audience. And like every couple of weeks they could go on and watch or yeah. listen to the podcast. 
And that has proven successful because I can market it on the neighborhood Facebook pages and that kind of thing. Uh, and because that's really all I wanted to do. Uh, but you know, you get the bug and now it's like, I could be on NBC. <laughs> I could do Rachel Maddow. <laughs> let me tell you this, brother. I, I, I'm so with, I could not be more with you. Cause let me give you this. And this is from the other side. This is from me experiencing you the first time. I have so enjoyed my time with you, man. You. Just, the, just the amount of people who, who have a smile on their face. Yeah. <laughs> they. I'm trying to tell you something that I've experienced with you just in this moment, man. Thank you. So I just be another brother on a journey just to be a part of that, like, go, yeah, man. Absolutely. Anytime. And, yeah, and, and here's, here's the other reason why I say it, and it's really linked to everything we said in our conversation. I'm kind of in like an all hands on deck kind of vibe, and and that's, a, that's opportunity over obligation. Right. I feel like all of us that have this, man, just this, like, all is not lost, all is not going to hell in a fucking handbasket, are able to like hang out with each other and just, yeah, help each other to just smile and laugh and, and just make our way through this, man. So I just fist bump you brother to brother. Perfect. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is my first virtual fist bump. All right, gay men don't fist bump anyways. So. <laughs> it won't be the last. It won't be the last. Let, let that be a part of your signature. When you, all right, all right. Yeah. All right. Look, I'll let you get on with your mom. I'll put together a guideline for the podcast. I really look forward to it. Um, and you two have made my day. And any any time I can hang out, just give me a holler because uh, I'm more than happy to. At least until <laughs> the injection goes into the arm and I can <laughs> get out on the road. But even then, truthfully, you know, I... I was thinking, okay, I'll do the podcast up until I go back to work. And I'm not sure that that's the right uh, approach. I think that because, that might be, I think that might work. be short-sighted. Because there's work and then there's life work, my friend. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. You're, 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 I'm, I'm so excited. And, and the thing I'm most excited about is I get a chance to hang out with you, man. <laughs> cool. Well, Feeling totally mutual. All right, I'll let you go. Uh, I'll get that list together or that guideline together and, and email it to you. If um, check out if you if I'll send you a link to the podcast so you can kind of get a listen and get a feel. Uh, but if there's anything that pops up or if you, we need to reschedule anything, just I'm under no deadline for this because I really don't nope. plan on doing anything until after the holidays because uh, yes. I think people are occupied with the holidays. Um, mm. But that said, this would be awesome yeah. to kick off the new year. 100%. All right, so all right. uh, I'll take all that and I'll respond to you with my info so you can see a few more of the like, yes. here's where I'm on YouTube. Like, here's what's going on. Man, I look forward to it. And me too. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye, bye. for now. Bye. -bye.